Hey, hey, hey. It's Emma You're, on the Zillennial is that Big Sis. supposed to go that way? Claire. <laughs> Let me do my intro. Oh, it records over it. Hey, hey, hey. It's Emma from the Zillennial. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go again. Hello, it's Emma from the Zillennial Big Sis podcast. Today I have my first guest. It's episode three. Let's get it popping. This is my podcast intro until my sister sends the audio to me. Hello, welcome to the ep- <laughs> You can't do that. Hello, everyone, and welcome to my first episode with the guests. Welcome back to the Zillennial Big Sis podcast, episode three. We're trying things out. It's new here. My first guest today is Claire, my little sister. Hey, Claire. <laughs> hey. Can you be not I'm going to be normal once you, like, <laughs> stop smiling and your face is so red. <laughs> looking at me like an insane okay what what do you want me to say hi (laughs) hi people okay all 60 of you that's a lot yeah that is a lot that's probably about roughly about what kim k had on her trip (laughs) (laughs) what you don't know is that we just had a huge (laughs) argument about that at dinner emma was standing up for kim k and i wasn't claire and i argued for an hour at the end of this podcast about Kim Kardashian and we got onto the topic of how much you donated for COVID and everything and here are just some of the highlights. Do you even know who the head of Google is, Emma? Bill Gates. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's not no, true. You don't okay. know who the head of Google is. A donation is still a donation though. I think that is it wasn't. I think Why? Because, because you know you're wrong. I'm not wrong. She's at least she's donating. Of course she would put on her personal Why account. Look how many employees Skims has. Point at me. Do not put your finger in my face. Don't get off this article. No, look how many employees Skims has. You mean the billions of Bezos? Emma, once you hit over a certain point of money, that's you're just gonna continue to profit. Okay, whatever. Okay, but look at it. Her family all does it the same way. Because they have other companies. But they donated. Every single person in that family has donated. Have you? Am I a billionaire? Have you donated any money to the COVID relief? I have not. Neither have I. So why am I judging? That you can. You haven't donated $7. So you haven't even donated the same portion that Skims has donated. So you mean to tell me that me donating $7, what am I going to post about it? I'm not going to post about that shit. If I donate $7, I would donate it and you wouldn't even know. Well, then delete, then delete this whole podcast. <laughs> As you've heard at the end, Claire was like, delete the whole podcast because I told her she had like five minutes left or like two minutes left to talk and that I was going to stop recording her. And then she threatened to delete the whole episode. So that's how that conversation went. But let's get back in to the intro so you can learn a little bit more about my sister, Claire. So I'm currently sitting in the floor of my older sister's room with Wait. my first guest, we are currently sitting on the floor. We are. Very close. You're in very much so in my bubble. <laughs> so for those of you guys that don't know or heard from the other episodes, so I record my episodes on a Guitar Hero microphone as of now. <laughs> and it's just, I'm holding it in the middle of us to hope that you can hear all of it. I've got queso on my shirt. Here's the problem, Look people. at a mess. Here's the problem. <laughs> and if you know Emma and if you know me, you will understand this. Emma is so loud and I am not that loud. So I really hope that you're not going to have to turn this up and down, up and down. Can you give an, can you give the audience a little intro about them, about yourself? Never been good at those. (laughs) (laughs) My name is Claire. I was born January 11th, 2000 at around like 3 a.m. 
I'm the favorite child. I'm the favorite neighbor. I'm the favorite grandchild. Like I'm just the favorite. That's not facts. Uh, that is facts. You can ask the neighbors. Maybe of the neighbors, but not of the family. Dad told me I was his favorite last night. She's looking at me and well, twirling her eyes. Yeah, Dad also probably told me that when I lived here alone, too. You're the only one here. Of course he's going to say that to you. You think he's going to go up to you and be like, Claire's my favorite? No. Fair point. I could see him doing that, though. So today with Claire, we are going to be talking about everything from politics to her sexuality and coming out, as well as playing football, what it was like growing up together, and just a ton of different things. So stay tuned for some fun content. Fun childhood stories are at the end of the episode. I wanted to talk to you about like everything going on right now, kind of why it's important to vote and just how this all affects your life. Okay. Can you just talk louder? Okay. Thank you. Um, so what are your thoughts right now? Like it, just in general about the political things, what's going Am on? Am I allowed to say cuss words in this? Yes. I'm under explicit. On okay. Spotify. So fuck Trump. And fuck Amy... Um, Coney Dog? Yeah, I have a nickname for her, but I'm not going to say that word. The C word, bitch. Amy C word, bitch. <laughs> fuck her. And fuck a republic. Literally, people are going to hate me after this. They're going to hate me. I'm very... One of my best friends votes for Trump. She likes Trump. Shout out. And... <laughs> <laughs> I'm very open to being your friend and hearing you out, but just a lot of the things that they say is just ridiculous. They're so hypocritical by putting her on the Supreme Court. This same thing, we had the same thing happen four years ago, and they were all like, oh, don't don't let him put someone new in because uh, the election is coming up. And we waited, and we didn't put anyone in. We, we honored their request. We as in the Democratic Party. And that's why we have Kavanaugh. Yeah. So... Yeah. Okay, so that's Claire's current stance. So I would say, like, my stance on politics, I'm a little bit more, like, in, like moderate, like, less raging liberal as Claire I'm is. I wouldn't say I'm a rig- raging liberal. I would say that human rights is, has always been my thing, and it's just very clear that human rights are valued more on the left side. And I agree that I agree with that. 100%. I would say I'm a little less, like, extreme. Less, You're just a Democrat. Yeah, I'm just a Democrat. <laughs> so pretty much right now, I think we have the same understanding of everything that's going on. So did you vote this year? Oh, my God. Yeah, it was my first time. Thanks for asking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what did you... Um, I voted for Biden. Baddies for Biden, Baddies. baby. Literally, I double-checked my ballot three times just to make sure I didn't accidentally put Trump. Didn't you vote in the booth, though? Yeah, you can double check it. What do you mean? Well, you think it's like you click the button and like, that's it? I voted in the booth before, Claire. Mm -hmm. But like you double checked it three times. It's a button. It's not like the Scantron. There are multiple buttons and there are multiple options and there are three pages. I wanted to check. Fair point. Mm -hmm. Always check. That's your civil duty. What was it like um, when you went to the polls for your first time? I was really anxious. Um... Everyone could tell I was new. I was wearing a bright neon Billy Isla shirt and my hair was dyed. At that point, it was like blue. It was blue. So they definitely knew who I was voting for. Safe to say that. But when I was leaving, I saw a prison mate. He was in his uh, orange jumpsuit and like cuffed in the arms and the legs. And I really wanted him to like try to run and escape. That'd be really cool to watch. But he didn't. I voted absentee. So I did that on the floor of my room. So it was a little less eventful. But um, you sent that in, right? I sent that in weeks ago. I should check the DMV to see if it was counted. If you're hearing this, um, this is like the one thing you really need to take in account. Okay. 
if you are hearing this now on Friday and you still have your absentee ballot, first of all, girl, come on, please. Don't send it. Go to the polls. Do not send it. Can you do that, though? Go to the polls? If you request, if you requested absentee? absentee? I think so. We should double check that before we give wrong information. So let's check. Okay, so we I just looked it up on ProRepublica.org. Um, I have no idea if this is a reliable news source, and it says you probably can do that, but... It says that they encourage you to stick with your fo- your first voting plan. But here's the thing, people. First of all, I'm a little disappointed if you just now are thinking about sending in your, your ballot. I think that that should have been a priority. But we don't vote shame anyone, though, because a vote is a vote. A vote's a vote, but you <laughs> something funky is going to happen this election. Something funky. Take a look at uh, Wisconsin right now. Funky. Do you want to elaborate on what's happening in Wisconsin? Okay, but you're going to want to probably fact check me just because I, this is... I'll fact check you at the end. Okay. Maybe. I just I just saw this thing and I looked into it very briefly um, that they're saying in Wisconsin uh, if they receive your ballot after voting has concluded, then they won't count it, even if you sent it prior. I saw that because it's a, it's a form of voter suppression. It's a big thing. Voter suppression is a huge thing right now because of everything that's U- happening in Texas and like the U.S. Just in the world. The U.S. is horrible at voter suppression. Like I, Canada is so much better at this. I'm pretty sure they automatically sign you up, like you are automatically registered to vote, and they send you something. It makes sense. I mean, if you're a citizen, why why do we have to register? Because know. it's every every citizen's it's right. Be- well, no. If you're in prison, you can't vote. Okay, well, certain citizens There's lose technically their rights. still a citizen. Okay, anyways. <laughs> so the reason why I wanted to, like, kind of talk about politics with you is I think that, like, this election holds a really greater candle for your for your life and for your future. I mean, you're a gay woman or bi woman. How yeah. would you like to be referred to? Um, It depends on the day. Uh, So we'll go with... Gay. That's pretty easy. I don't like the L word. It's a stigma behind that one. Lesbian? Oh, yeah. A lot of people do not like that word. It's because lesbians have been sexualized for years. And that's not... Mm-mm. Mm-mm. That's not. good to know. Yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, seriously. That's interesting to know. But what do you what do you think like this election means for your for the LGBTQ community? I mean, okay, here's the thing. And I know you're not the spokesperson for them. This is your personal experience. Yeah, don't put me as spokesperson. That would be bad. I think that, yes, it holds a lot of weight. And obviously, if Trump wins, it will be a detriment to our country, in my humble opinion. Take it or leave it. I don't care. I don't know that the Supreme Court, yes, I think they will revisit Roe versus Wade, which is... So, okay, so Roe v. Wade is about abortion, well, that's, so that's like women's rights. In yeah, and a hun- well, and 100%, here's the thing. Abortion should not be illegal. I think it's interesting, like, when we get to that topic, like, there are a lot of people that are really scared that different Supreme Court rulings will be overturned. Not, But that doesn't, that could happen regardless of... Interesting. That could happen regardless of... Um, Trump being president because of Amy Cohen Barrett on Amy Coney dog being on the Supreme Court. But it's interesting. And one thing I want to throw out there that Amy Coney dog, um, as my friends like to call her, she, um, 
she supports the Catholic Church, and it's interesting. Like, have did you hear that the Pope yeah. support said well, he's I like know. for yeah. gay marriage, not for gay marriage, but he doesn't like but condemn gay marriage. People say their response to that because I saw something about it. People are like, "Well, the Pope is just like a spokesperson. That doesn't mean that like that's our in our like that's not what God intended with Jesus or whatever." Yeah, but the Pope is quite literally. I love the Pope. Uh, this the person of the Catholic Church mm-hmm. that is the spokesperson, so is supposed to set the tone for the rest of the church. He is the one who is in charge of the like archdiocese, all the all those things. Yeah. Like he he has a lot of like pull and a lot of power. So the fact that the Pope would come out and say something like that, I want to see exactly what he said. But I think that's very interesting. And Claire's right. So protests in Poland over abortion law continue for six days. So it's very interesting right now. The world is. um, I'm just saying no matter who wins, there are going to be problems. Obviously, Biden is not. He was never my first choice. I don't know how the the Democratic Party always ends up with people that just really we could have done better. We had what, like 32 in the beginning and then it all funneled down to I think it was him and Warren. I would have really liked Warren, but I, I'm glad they didn't choose Warren only because she's a woman and I don't think she would have won because there are a lot of people that are still very prejudiced towards women in politics. But also a lot of things with the election is based on who knows who. That's why Donald Trump was even able to make it that far was because of one shock value and his name recognition. Well, Donald Trump was able to make it because of the fact that that was the first time we had a non-politician person. Like, Not first time. He was JFK. He was... He was an actor. Was he really? Mm-hmm. I never knew that. I believe so. Let me look it up. JFK? Yeah, I swear he was an actor. Where are you? <laughs> yeah, he was an actor. I did not know that. I don't see oh, him. Oh, that's actors playing John F. Kennedy. Okay. I he, don't... He was He someone... was a politician, Emma. Yeah. Who was, the, who was the president that was an actor? I don't know. Um, Clearly, I didn't know that since I thought that... Um, Ronald Reagan. He was the actor. I never knew that. So it's not the first time it's happened before. I never knew that. Wow. The things you learn. Yeah, every day. Google is your friend, you guys. That's cool. But check your sources. Always check your sources. This is from the whitehouse.gov. Yes, so that's good. Okay, so Donald Trump has a lot of shock value. He had a lot of that. So people thought for a long time it was a joke. He got lucky, though, because he was going against Hillary. Oh, 100%. If he wasn't going against Hillary and he wasn't coming from the Obama administration, I think it would have been a completely different thing because all the Republicans were like, I'm mad that we've had a Democrat for this long and someone that they accused of not being a citizen Mm -hmm. every other week. And then we got... Okay, but it's literally ridiculous. So you're talking about Obama, how people were like, Obama's not a citizen. Yeah. And then they were given the physical evidence of his birth certificate and they still for some reason do not believe it. Claire, they don't believe in science. I think it's just so Claire, funny. they don't believe in science. I know that, but I just think it's so <laughs> funny because they're always like, facts are for feelings. It's like, uh, honey, if you want to say that, then look at the facts because, oh. There are a lot of interesting things right now. Um, so to get from politics, because I don't want to talk about it forever, I'll kind of like edit this out. Mm-hmm. So we're going to kind of dive in to what it was like in our household growing up. Do you feel like we grew up in a split political household? Because I did. Um, No, I didn't ever pick up on that, but I always thought Dad was a closeted Republican. I always and thought I he still, was a Republican. I still believe that. Which I, think I he, found out after talking... He's registered. Talking, yeah, Republican. after talking to Mom and Dad, they voted Republican more times than they have Democrat their whole life. Mom? <coughs> you didn't know that? I didn't know that. 
almost like every election except Obama and Hillary. They voted Republican. I didn't know that. Because they voted George Bush. He was Republican. Was George Bush Republican? I don't Republican? need you to run I don't know. Down. But it's very interesting. And then, so we grew we up. We never in- talked about politics. Um, Not until we got older, really. I know. That's what I'm saying, though, is like they never pushed their political views on us. I think, do you think mom and dad, when we grew up, were like open to different religions and like politics and things like that? Uh, yeah, because I told them I wasn't going to go to church anymore and they didn't raise a... When did hell. when did you tell them that? Mm, it was probably like beginning of high school because I got confirmed in the then, Catholic Church. Yeah, and then quickly I was out after that. So yeah, it was out like, out of the church or out of the closet. Out of the church, <laughs> out of the church. I was still in the closet. Okay, yeah. Um, so I think it's very interesting, like our upbringing, because Hannah, our older sister, went through a period of time where she was super super religious. And I did too. That's what I think is funny is I used to literally want to work in a church. I know you didn't. Yes, I did. I would walk around mom and dad's room with the Bible and I would pretend that I was preaching to people. (laughs) Yeah. Wait, do you remember that one time? This is like so bad. Do you remember that one time we had fake communion for our stuffed animals over here in the corner of all of our rooms? I remember we... No. And the, so all of our rooms are in like a little pod. And I definitely remember we had all of our stuffed animals and dolls and we like recited what the priest says during communion. No, but what I remember is that you got wine on your shirt one time and someone told you, yeah, and you like went out to the yard and you put your shirt in the yard. <laughs> I don't remember you that. You were like, they told me I, I have to spray with a hose and like let the the blood of Christ yeah, like, go, in, go, go into, into the, the earth. earth, not the like washer. And I was like, oh. <laughs> Yeah, so it's interesting because Hannah, when she grew up, do you remember she, like, went to that, like, that thing with the, what are they called, the monks? Like, Hannah went to a church, like, she would always do church group with me. I she don't went to think, a thing with the I monks. I think monks is a strong term to use. Claire, they're quite literally monks. I don't know what If they're did. not a priest and they're devout and they're doing that, they're called monks. Right. If they, That's their thing. It's, like, the monks and the nuns. She hung out with the monks. That's cool. Yeah, and Hannah did that. But I don't, but Hannah and you both, I'm not going to speak on Hannah's religious beliefs but what where would you like to find your religious beliefs now mm, i don't know i'm probably like agnostic what is that i think <laughs> i think that's like agnostic is i think there's probably something out there but i'm not willing to d- devote myself to a religion without knowing like yeah oh nothing is known or can be no- yeah that's me i'm definitely agnostic like i don't believe that the evidence that we have and I know we've talked about this before. I just don't believe that none of it makes sense in my humble opinion. And I identify more as a Christian, but a questioning Christian. You're not really. Yeah. I mean, every Christian goes through times where they question things. And I think a big thing that was like a hurdle for my personal faith was like the whole, like no gays type of thing, because I was like, if my sister's gay, like, I don't think she's going to hell. What do you mean? Yeah. No, here's what's funny. I was like, I was talking about this literally, literally yesterday, actually. I was like, I can be put in hell. I don't care. But I don't want to sit by Ted Bundy. Claire, hell is not a place anyone wants to go. I'm just going to tell you that. Here's the thing, though. Don't you think it's a little, little suspicious that there is supposedly this one character that decides whether you deserve to be in heaven or hell? I'm just saying. What do you mean suspicious? 
it is suspicious that that's a belief in the first place because everyone's like god's all loving he loves everyone but not this type of person not this type of person not this type of person and if you're that type of person you're going to hell that i don't vibe so i think personally from what i've read in the bible and just so for some background on me i worked at a lutheran camp for like three years i always yeah they don't know that on the podcast they know about it maybe they do (laughs) um but i worked at like a lutheran camp even though i like was confirmed as catholic all this i think that that's problems with the people in the church but not god i don't god is all loving but like i'm not i'm not blaming god i'm i'm blaming like religion as a whole because how can you say that your religion is is like the only you know however there are so many different religions i think they're all the same things oh i yeah if there's something out there definitely i don't know that's i think yeah, one well sometimes I like, think about I'm death that it gets it. me dizzy. I'm ready for it. I'm like literally take me whenever. I don't really care. Just make it quick and painless. Do you believe there's an afterlife? Uh, I don't. Really it would make sense. It would make sense cuz you're agnostic like not knowing. I don't know. I don't know either, but I think like the reason one of the big reasons I why so I believe it, you it's really like the, you think it's like so? The end you of think a movie. it's nothing? Yeah. I don't know. That's interesting. Well, let me go to the you know funeral home and ask some people. Like, ask some of the... The caskets. Yeah. Hey. 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 What happened? Are you there? <laughs> Knock on the casket. I think that part of the reason why people... Respectfully. Believe, yeah. Um, I think part of the reason why people believe, and, like, I want to believe that there's something after this, is I don't want to believe that I live my life for absolutely nothing. It's comfort. I think religion is comfort. Yeah, but I find comfort in knowing that, like, eternal life. But eternal is yes. a long time, Claire. I'm Have you thought about eternal? I think about getting to 30 and I want to throw up. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> I don't want to make it to my 40s, man. Claire. You know, at this rate, the world is so messed up. Yeah. For sure, for sure. Um, yeah, for sure we're not going to make for it sure. to our 40s. <laughs> for sure. But I need you to be around so you can be the cool aunt. You and Hannah need to be cool aunts to my kids. Speaking of, if you want to be my boyfriend, just let me know because I want to have kids. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know how you want me to follow up with that one. I don't know. I'll be a cool aunt. I'm so excited to be an aunt. Don't want to have kids, but I'm going to be a cool aunt. I got you. So I so back to your like sexuality and things like that. When did you... Yeah, sorry. I'm ping-ponging back around <laughs> because that was one of the things that took you away from like your religion, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I'm just asking be- like for clarification for everyone else, even though I know this answer. So sh- <laughs> shut up. So, um, you know what I want you to know. Seriously. True. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So what do you think, like when was the moment that you like really fully recognized that you liked girls? I was like 10, nine. It was fifth grade. Can you tell me the story? Can you like elaborate? I if just you feel comfortable. I just saw a girl and I knew I was like, mm, yeah, I'm looking at this girl a little bit differently than I would a friend. And I just knew I didn't know what to call it, mm. but I knew what it was because it's interesting. We grew up in that like very in between phase where like so 2015 was when gay right when gay marriage was legalized, correct? Yes. So it wasn't really like talked about when we were younger, really. I mean, there were people you would suspect, but it wasn't really as much of a conversation. It became a conversation as we grew up. Yeah. Um. So what? Who was the first person that you told? Uh, her name's Emily. 
out because she was already out as bi. And that's the easiest person. That's literally a lot of people when they're in the closet, they go to someone that they know is out of the closet. I know a lot of people that are gay that are still in the closet. It's because they come to someone that they know understands. Because no matter how much you try to understand as a straight person, you just don't understand it. Mm-hmm. You can empathize, empathize, sympathize. I don't either. You can either. empathize you, or sympathize. Yeah, different. You, you can you can do that, but you will never understand it unless you yourself, at some point, evolve in that way. Um, was there ever a point in time for you personally where you? tried to not be or tried to ignore those feelings uh yeah i prayed to god all the time i tried to pray the gay way (laughs) was that successful it backfired because i'm more gay now (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah i don't know what you yeah yes (laughs) so when did you start officially like telling more people where was the family next i actually don't know this about you it was junior high school i can't remember who like was second we kind of knew though not gonna lie i mean everyone assumed yeah but still when i came out to mom and dad it was for some reason a big thing what was that like coming out to mom and dad and like what was that experience Mm, mm, not a great one because i didn't i don't like talking about that stuff with my family talking about you about it with you right now is just like i'm crawling in my skin Think about... By the way, you don't have to tell me about this, but this is, like, to share the information with the world. I don't care that the world knows. I just don't like talking to you guys about it. I don't know why. Um, I just came home from a lacrosse practice, and I walked into the living room, and I was like... And I remember I recorded it, too, on my phone. You have a recording of it? No, I deleted it. But I was like, hey, guys, like, I'm bisexual, blah, blah, blah. And then it was the question of, like, oh, is it just a phase? And then I got pissed off. I was like, it's not just a phase. I and then it was like a week of just uncomfortableness around the house. When did you do this? Junior year of high school. So I was. So like, I was in college. Yeah, I was the only kid here. And Hannah, did when did you tell Hannah and I? Mm. I really I honestly don't remember. I when don't you told remember. Me. I don't remember when I told a lot of people. Because there, I I told the people that it was that it was most important that I told. Th- what are you doing? <laughs> Sorry, my legs are <laughs> tired. I told people that I wanted to. That I wanted it to come from me. But after that, I was like, it's gonna... Well, in the beginning, I was a little mad when people told other people. Because I was like, that's my thing to tell, not yours. But at this point, I'm like, I don't care. Like, you're either gonna know it or you're not. But it doesn't affect me. Um, Recently, one of our grandparents found out. Crazy. What was that like? It was weird. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. It was just weird because... She follows me on Instagram. Yeah, Grandma follows you. If if anyone here follows me on Instagram, you would know. You know the vibes. Yeah. But I also think she gets confused pretty easily about, like, she obviously doesn't know her lingo. But I, I asked Mom how she found out, and I don't even know. I think Mom brought it up to her. Uh, not in, like, yeah, a way. not in a way to out you, but, like. But in a, she said she was just, like, talking about the grandkids, and then, like, my grandma asked. Or she was, Mom was talking about us. What did Grandma say? I mean, what did Grandma say to you? Well, she didn't send it to me. She sent it to mom. And then forwarded it to you. Yeah, and the mom sent it to me, and then I texted grandma, and then she texted me back. Okay, what did she say? I don't know. I don't remember. It was just like... It wasn't impactful for you because it made me cry. It was very impactful. <laughs> you cried? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, like, I teared up. I didn't cry, though. Well, it wasn't like a full, like, cry. It was like a, oh, that's really nice that, that nice. a grandparent... Because they grew up at a different time. Like She didn't want me to feel alone was her thing. 
I was like, that's very nice of you. I feel alone all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but for different okay, reasons. Can talk about it, Grandma? No, that was pretty much it. But I'm. It's not something I'm gonna go home or go to her house. And be like, hey, grandma, guess what? I'm eating pussy tonight. But, like, no, <laughs> I would never say that to anyone. I've not done that yet. Just to clarify. <laughs> okay. So kind of on to that because you just like went like we're gonna transition. We're gonna talk about eating pussy. <laughs> no. Let me pull up Wiki How. <laughs> no, but like, so you've had. So you still like we call you gay right now, but mm-hmm. like. You have been with men. Yeah, I've been with men. But here's the thing, people. This guy tried to booty call me last night. Did I talk about this in the car? Yeah, you did. Yeah. <laughs> he, so I woke up to like a Snapchat DM. And this guy and I, we swiped on Tinder. We, or we matched on Tinder years ago. And we've just never unadded each other. It was just like unspoken. On Tinder or on Snapchat? Tin- we never unadded each other on Snapchat. Okay. And we used to Snapchat all the time. But then we stopped. And he's in your grade, I think. Did he go to my school? He went to Fisher's, I believe. Just, area. We've talked about, we've talked about this person, I yeah. think. And then I woke up to a text and it was sup. And that's how I knew it. Cause it was like two in the morning when he sent it. And then, so I responded and I was like, what's up? And then he opened it and didn't respond. So I knew it was a booty call because why else would he DM me and then not respond to me? So it was a booty call, but a hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, even if I would have seen that, I would have been like, Ugh. Fine, you can come over for 20 minutes. No, I'm kidding. I probably would have been like, no. Um, what did Sydney, your friend said it, it a beautiful way of what your sexuality is? Uh, no, I have said that. What's but did not Sydney give say Sydney, it? Sydney says it louder. I said it. <laughs> Sydney just says it louder. louder. It's I'm gay with internalized homophobia. Not that. Oh. I was going to say that, that you're like, what was it? She said that you were... You, if you have the only option of a guy, you're not going to say no, but. Oh, yeah. What what did she say? You know it. No, I don't know it, but. Oh. I just know. This is a death point. The I just know that there's something along the lines of like, if there are only men in life, I guess I could be fine with it. But if there's a man and a woman, sorry, dude. The woman's going to win every the, time. The woman. Not every time. Most times. Most of the times. So Depends on what the matchup is. Are you more attracted to... <laughs> I'm just getting so uncomfortable. Okay, like, wait. what are you about to ask? Okay, so are you more attracted to a woman because she's a woman or the personality of a person? Does uh, that make sense? Yeah, personality. So it doesn't matter if it's a man or a woman? But here's the thing. If I am with a man, he's going to be a pretty feminine man. Yeah. Because I am into emotional connection. Like, I want to talk to you. I don't just want to have sex with you and then call it a day. Yeah. And I want communication. Men are not very good at communicating. Okay. That is, uh, I'm pretty sure that's scientifically proven. Well, that, I'll just fact that, check w- that women are better communicators. That's well, definitely yeah, that one hundred percent women like that's more. We're more nurturing and have more. Oh, like, for more sure. And I like skills. that. I don't like a hard guy. And just guys these days, some of them are getting better with it, but there's still toxic masculinity. And I'm just like, I can never be with a guy like that. I think it's really sad, though, that toxic masculinity is like a thing. because Okay, but we have to do a lot of shit, too. Let me explain. Okay. Because I think that's where a lot of, like, the men's mental health problems come. Oh, for sure, because they don't talk about it. No. And it's sad because why don't we talk about it? Why can't we all talk about it? To be fair, mental health is very complex. Well, yeah, it's very complex, but... That has never been something that the United States has valued. 
Think about how many times you actually had a conversation, like a serious conversation about mental health in like elementary school, middle school, high school. Never. I don't think we we talked about it at all. No, because it would be like suicide awareness week and they'd put like bows everywhere. The ribbons don't do anything. I know. It's like a ribbon means nothing. I mean, it might mean something. I think like it might mean something to one per like to a few people. And if it's helped a few people, then that's amazing. But I do agree that like as a country, we can do better. It's just the, the U.S., we're not very good with mental health. No. We rank really low. I don't even know how people rank that stuff, but we rank low. I wonder how people rank that as well on, like, the world consensus. What would you tell your fifth grade self now? I don't know. I'd be like, bitch, chill. It's going to take time. You'll be fine. Be more genuine. No, that's seriously what I would probably say. you say, bitch, chill? Yeah, I'd be like, bitch, chill. Like, you're going to be you fine. you tell the fifth grade like that? Okay. <laughs> fifth, fifth, grade, fifth grade Claire was all over the place. She's she was fine. hard-ish. What do you mean hard? Mentally? Like, no. Well, I was not vulnerable, though. No. You played a lot of a lot of Call of Duty. Yeah. And sports. I was a boy. Claire played football. I had masculine tendencies. I still do. Not as much, though. I'm actually kind of feminine sometimes. What was it like being the only girl in a male-dominated sport when you were a kid? I and play- can you explain your story of that? I just played football, tackle football, three years, fifth, sixth, seventh grade. I just heard all the boys in fourth grade and they were talking about trying out. And I was like, I'm going to try out. And they're like, oh, you can't. You're a girl. And I was like, fucking watch me, brother. And I tried out. Everyone made a team. Like, they weren't cutting. Yeah, they weren't, they weren't I don't. I don't, think they, I don't think they cut people. But you have to, like, try out to. You get were drafted. Were you on A or B team? Okay, well, when I was in ZYFL, my team won the Super Bowl both years. Stop. Seriously, I have the trophies. Oh my gosh, you guys. This is so embarrassing for Claire. So when Snapchat started, you know how you can't change your Snap usernames? So Snapchat started and Claire was early on the trend. How old were you, do you think? Uh, it was sixth grade. She was in sixth grade. So she was still playing football and she was on the Giants football team. Claire, please tell them what your Snapchat name is still to this day. It embarrasses me to the core. And honestly, Snapchat, I don't get it. Why have they made so many filters, but they can't? Let us change your name. Just tell us the name. Little Giant 44. Now I'm going to get a lot. No, we can't put that in. I'm going to get a ton of people adding me. I know they want to see my stuff. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think anyone's going to add you. Anyways. And if they do, that's fine. Um, Yeah, then I played played football. What position do you play? I was on the O-line and D-line. So I was like right guard, left tackle. I did do center couple times by the way remember that like in middle school the boys are much smaller than the girls Girls, so you were able to like be on the line i had a one stripe on my helmet what does that mean well it's like weight class or whatever so i was big enough to get one stripe and they're like two stripes and they're 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 like three stripes they're one two three or none and i got one (laughs) yeah i was literally i was having my period i started my period so early in life like of course i was chubby not even chubby. I was a I was a decent size. Yeah. Wait. So what's no stripes? How small no, do you have to be for no stripes? No stripe is like probably sub hundred, but I don't know. Who was on the team that was sub hundred? Emma in fifth grade. Those little boys. Oh yeah, they're small. They're small. teeny. Um. So so you played until when? Uh, my, I honestly don't even remember. My last year was seventh grade. Why did you stop playing? Because I wanted to devote my time to lacrosse. And they were all getting bigger, and it was just like, it was not a sustainable sport, so I, w- I didn't want to spend another year doing it. Didn't they ask you if you wanted to play kicker to keep playing? 
Uh, I'm sure someone asked me that, but I can't kick Ruth Rat's ass, so. <laughs> you would have been a shit I would have been bad. So um, I would have been useless. So you started playing the cross, and uh-huh. you played the cross from what years? 6th, 7th, 8th, 9th, 10th, 11th, 12th. Okay, just. 13th, 14th. 6th through 14th. Yeah. How many years is that? A lot. A lot of Probably years. Probably I don't know. Yeah. Okay, so you were getting drafted, scouted? <laughs> you schools, were, I had schools interested in me. So you had schools interested in you for uh-huh. lacrosse, and you turned them down. Uh-huh. What was, why? Okay, well, I only had, like, D2 and D3 schools looking at me. I was not good enough for D1. I did not commit myself that much, and that is one of my biggest regrets in life. Anyways. Really? Seriously. Really? I, I could have been really, I was... Not to toot my own horn. I was good. <laughs> I was good. Weren't you all state? I was all state team one. I was all region. I was not by any means the best player, but like I was I was up there. I was pretty good. What was I talking about? Oh, and I didn't want to go D2 because that's basically like you're on a D1 team, but you just don't get the credit. Or the money. Or the money. Right. Like they work so hard, D2, and they're not even a... And they can't... Isn't it D2 schools, they can only give academic? It's only at D1 they can give yeah, athletic? Yeah, they, they can't give athletic in D2 or D3. And then but Ivy, they funnel it through other ways. Yeah. And then Ivies can't give scholarships I've, at all. I have absolutely no idea yeah. about Ivies. That's fine. Yeah, so I narrowed it down. For athletics, by the way. Ivies for athletics. So Noah Beck is a fucking liar. You can't get a college. He he said it was like the thing. Apparently, he Are said like Dixie dating. I have no idea. Apparently, Noah Beck had like stated that Yale was looking at him for for people who don't know who Noah Beck is. He's a TikToker. He's like a thirst trap kind of guy, and so he said that Yale was looking at him from for soccer and that they were going to give him a scholarship soccer, yeah. for that. But every anyone that can do a simple Google search or goes to an Ivy knows that they don't give scholarships for athletics or academics because they don't do academics. No, it's only need based. Oh. And it's because Claire, think about who's going to Harvard and I, in the Ivy leagues, they're all know. smart. They're all fucking smart. Mm. So how do you pick you or rich? Listen. They're smarter, rich. Yeah. They're smarter. They know someone. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't say they're all smart. And also like, how are you gauging smart? By your scores and your stuff. Okay, they're but test scores don't mean anything. Okay. And they're not, I don't think an Ivy League person is more accomplished than me. It depends on the person. You, you yeah, it depends on the show. person. But in general, you wouldn't be able to get into an Ivy. No chance. I didn't try hard enough. Honestly, neither did I. And we... How many schools did you... How many colleges did you apply to? Three. I applied to two. I was not pressed about that at all, dude. I didn't even realize, like, that I could get denied by school. Like, I knew I could get denied, but I was like, I'm going to get into IU and Ball State. Well, I had my plan A, my plan and B, I did. my plan C, and I'm, I ended up at my plan C. Purdue? No. My plan A was Purdue. My plan B, no. Yes. Well, okay, so Otterbein was the other school I was looking at for lacrosse, but that was, I as soon as I got into Purdue, and then I got a scholarship to Purdue, I was like, okay. That's that. So A and B were out. Went to Purdue for two years and then transferred to IU. IU was my C school. I didn't even, like, consider IU the first time. What made you end up deciding to transfer schools? Um, I didn't really like the social. I wasn't in Greek life. And if you're not in Greek life at Purdue, it's kind of hard to socialize, especially because they cracked down on, like, getting into frats. And that's where everyone was going. And I just never really found my people. There were, like, a couple... You know, I love Christopher, love Natalie, love them. But they're both older than me. They were both graduating. Um, and then other than that, I, I had a lot of acquaintances, love Sam, love Sam, but I didn't find my like crew and 
And Claire, tell everyone what your major is. Well, my major is film, which recently I've kind of been backing on a little bit. Really? Well, I'm a little nervous about my future. What are you going to do? I'm going to still go to L.A. I'm still going to try. But if that fails, I'm going to give it like probably like three years. Okay, you're going to have... I didn't know this. This is interesting. By the way, Claire's back today and we haven't caught up yet. So that's interesting. So you now you're at IU and it's mm-hmm. during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. What has that experience been like? Um, I like it because I'm not really into large group gatherings as it is. And so I like a lot of the more chill stuff. So that's what I've been going to. It's been a lot of like under 20 people. Um, we had very different college experiences. I mean, obviously you're still in yours. Like when I went to Ball State, it was weird because my whole life I grew up and I thought I was going to go to IU. Like I was 100% set on that. And then I did my college tour of Ball State. I literally, I didn't even know about Ball State really when I grew up. And then I went there and I like fell in love and I loved the campus forever. And I tried to convince you to go there for a while. Everyone did. Everyone did. All of your friends at least. We should be scouts for Ball State. But here's the thing. First of all, I'm really happy you I'm really happy you went to Ball State because I think you I think Ball State is a lot it's much more like I don't know. I don't know how to explain what I'm saying, but I ju- it just makes more sense that you'd be there. Like Are you talking trash about it? No, I love Ball State. No. <laughs> what are you talking about? No, I love Ball State. And first of all, college is so personal. Personal. Everyone has a like some people are die hard for Purdue. Some people aren't. Some people are die hard for IU. I'm like, I don't really care. So what would be like your piece of advice to give to like seniors in high school or like people in college that are like unsure about what they're doing? Like mm. what would you say? I don't know. That's hard because I think everyone changes very much I think a lot of people change in college and I think I changed and I think that's why I ended up leaving Purdue was because I was just a different person than what I thought like I really need to be around creative people Purdue's not you're not really going to find creative people there they're creative in a technical way not in like a art way you can't be creative with science Emma fair point like science is science like gravity's gravity they already figured it out that's it (laughs) Um, so I guess like my best piece of advice to give for people if they're like unsure is to pinpoint if it's the place that they're at or the place that they're in. Does that make any sense? So like pinpointing if it's the school that you're at or the house that you're living in or if it's just your are mental you state. you want to transfer? I'm just saying in general, if you're not like happy with where you are. Oh, well, yeah. And the thing is like dad, when I was telling him I want to transfer, he was like, well, what if it's worse? And I'm like, well, then I only have two years there. And then you you knew that the other two years wouldn't be good, so I you might knew. as well be yeah. just like, might, you might as, as well, well take, take the leap. Risk. And my best friend is at IU. Come on. Come on. Like Sid do- Zach Smith <laughs> is at <laughs> IU. Right. Like, do you really think she's going to leave me in the dust? Yes. No, I was worried before going there. I was like, what if she... Oh, my God. <laughs> she has moved 19 times. I'm not really good at... Um, Sitting still. sitting still. I'm not either. I mean, my ass hurts. I'm holding the microphone as well. So if the audio is changing a lot, I'm so sorry. Yeah, it's pretty unprofessional here. Oh, God. <laughs> Why did you move there? I need to lay a lean on the couch. On the couch, the bed. Um, so let's talk about, because Halloween is coming up on Saturday, so in tomorrow, let's talk about our favorite oldest Halloween costumes. <laughs> I don't have a favorite. I don't remember any of mine. I remember like I was Bob the Builder. You were fucking Bob the Builder. I was a NASCAR driver one time. I was a bloody clown one time. That was pretty cool. 
I think I was in the army one time and I was obviously princesses when I was young before I established a little bit of like sense of self. Um, so I remember one year I went as a devil. Okay. So one thing to, because I grew really fast. So our neighborhood used to have this like thing where so they would come around with the tractor. Do you remember this? Yes. So they would come around with the tractor and everyone would put... <laughs> you would... you would. Okay, I'm going to explain it because she's laughing. I don't... It would just be... A, it was a little, like, train and everyone would attach their wagon and you'd, like... Th- <laughs> you'd, like, throw your kids in the wagon. So I was in the wagon with Jordan. <laughs> I was too big to share... To share a Did you have your own? <laughs> yeah. They would take us on these wagons. <laughs> they would take us on these wagons to the clubhouse. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not gonna scream that. No, no, no. Okay, so they would take us on these wagons connected like to the structure to the clubhouse. And like there was this like Halloween party, but it was so funny because all the parents would just the tractor. They would just walk along. <laughs> the tractor was so slow. Well, yeah. <laughs> What you think they're gonna be whipping? <laughs> you, you think they're gonna be whipping like thirty miles per hour with like thirteen, um, thirteen wagons on the back? No. So Claire was always like, okay, because I was so big. This one, you were not that big. You, I hit five nine when I was in fifth grade. <laughs> Did you really stop getting close to me? You're getting so close to me. I was literally 5'9 in fifth grade, bitch. I didn't know that. So I had to like stop shopping at Justice and I had to shop at Old Navy. Oh, tell them about what grandma said. Oh my gosh. So I did a speech about this in college about being like mid-size and the first time that someone really like said, like pointed out that I was bigger than everyone else is they took Claire and Hannah shot. Like it was all of us. Like the three of us were shopping with our with- grandma. And um, so... Oh, she goes up to the sales associate. She like nudges Claire and Hannah to the junior section and brings me up to the sales associate and goes, do you have a section for clothes big enough for this one? And okay, let me explain though. Grandma is so sweet. She means well. She just doesn't say things. Like one time I was talking to her and she was like, you know that a lot of men in your industry are like accused for sexual assault, right? Like, are you going to be safe? Yes, Grandma. First of all, it's a great question. It's a great question. It's very, very kind that you're thinking of me. Love it. But Grandma. Yeah. I first of all, I don't, I don't even want to talk about it. But pretty much because I was bigger, like I was very like unathletic too, and I I would, like tried. You know, I played volleyball for a while. What are we talking about? I'm getting to a story. So, <laughs> a different story. Yes. How is it that now I'm interviewing you? <laughs> Claire, it's a really funny story. And see how I'm asking you like pretty decent questions enough where you're, you actually have content to give back? Claire, it's the funny. Then tell it. Okay. So one time we went on vacation. Okay, guys. So apparently we went on vacation. I'll try to decipher the rest. She's laughing a lot and I don't understand. She does this. So we went on vacation. And Michigan. Get it together, woman. Oh, my God. She's laying on the ground now. I guess this is my podcast now. Okay, wait. Do you know what story it is? No, because you, you've said, we went to Michigan. Okay. So we went on vacation to Michigan with our cousins. 
I remember this very vaguely. We were <laughs> so we did Oh the sand dune. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, the sand dune. <laughs> so we all decided to walk up the sand dune in Michigan. And then all of the grand the grandkids or the cousins, we decided to run down the sand dune. And, okay, and keep in mind, I just want all of you to keep in mind, Emma is by far the loudest grandchild. She's a lot. Her presence is known. Okay. So picture the six of us innocently running down the hill. It's pretty steep. So it's, it's, a, it's a big ass sand dune. So we're running down and I somehow lose my footing somehow. Yeah. Somehow I lose my footing and I just start barrel rolling, like rolling down this dune and it hurts so fucking bad. I have sand in my eyes, sand in my nose and in my mouth and everyone Everyone was sitting there cracking up because I just fell down this whole sand. So I'm just like sobbing and because I'm in so much pain. Because I, I don't think we have to talk about. You did not have whiplash. <laughs> if you barrel down the sand dune like I did, you would know you have whiplash. She's making this 10 times more. Uh, I fell down the one of the biggest sand dunes in Michigan. I had whiplash. Time out. What sand dune? It was a big one. <laughs> Okay, here's something you need to know about Emma. If you're not friends with her already, if you are, you understand this. She says a lot of things. Fact. <laughs> she says a lot of things. Fact check. Ninety eight percent of them. I on the podcast will be truthful as possible, and I do my research before. But honestly, when I just talk in my normal life, sometimes things just come out. Anyways, so. I'm just like sobbing because I was in so much pain. And then for years, like literally to this day, I don't even remember. I think we were like less than 10 years old to this day. People still talk about it. And she, I remember we were at my grandparents for Christmas, our grandparents. And that came up. Like we were all talking about the sand dune. And you were like, why do I have a story like that? Nobody else has one. Like I always get picked on. Nobody. Else. I'm like, Emma, it's because none of us are like doing shit like that. Closing song is coming soon enough, hopefully. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Um, it has been super fun to have my sister on. She's been my first guest. Um, I'll be figuring out more of the technical things, but Claire, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much for having me. I've had a great time. <laughs> <laughs> um, go and... If you, if you haven't listened to the other episodes, go give them a listen. I'm posting episodes on Monday and Friday. My standalone episodes are going to be a lot shorter than my episodes with the guest. So don't worry. Not every episode is going to be this long. And I hope you really enjoyed it. Um, more guests coming soon. And hopefully I'll figure out the whole sound thing as well soon. And yeah, thank you so much for listening. I'm so bad at closing out the podcast. Maybe I'll get better. Have a great week. You always think you have more to say. Yeah. I usually do, but have a great week. Thank you so much for listening.